0: Hey guys, my name is Andres Mendoza. I'm the host of the Fred Tech Byte podcast and with me is Mark. Mark Walker. He's also the co-host of the Fred Tech Byte podcast. And today's guest is Kathy, the president and CEO of FITSE, the Frederick Innovation Technology Center Incorporated. She is also an investor, a speaker, an educator, a connector, and startup specialist. Today we talk about FITSE, FITSE's involvement with the Frederick community, and a wide range of other things. Right, Mark? Absolutely. And thanks
1: to Fitzy for sponsoring us. We really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our friends here at Fitzy also helps, helped us with the uh, office space here to record this podcast. And so we really appreciate them. This podcast, I thought, was amazing with Kathy. I, I loved every bit of
1: it. She talks so much about what Fitzy's doing with the community. It's a very interesting listen.
0: Right. And if you guys are ever interested in a startup or any ideas you have that would benefit the community or tech-driven, whatever it is, please feel free to reach out to Kathy. She's definitely a good resource here at, at Fitzy.
1: If there's a way to get a new business integrated into the Frederick community, Fitzy is a good way to do that. Right. So we hope you guys enjoy the episode. Check it out.
0: So I appreciate you coming out and you know, coming to record this episode and talk about Fitzy. You know, really would like to thank you guys for, you know, this office space in here to record this and, you know, really interested in what you guys do and, you know, how you are impacting the community. So with that in mind, if you can describe or explain Fitzy on a card billboard, how, what would you put on there?
2: I would say an entrepreneurial playground. For me, because that was what my vision was and a place where entrepreneurs could come and no matter where they are in the life cycle of their business, Mm -hmm. it was going to meet their needs. It was going to have the resources that they needed. So, yeah, and it it would be my – when I say entrepreneurial playground, that's where I want to be, a place where people get me, understand me, can figure out what I need and kind of help me to that next level.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it because, I mean, if you've never started a business and you're trying to get there, it's like I feel like you get lost on Mm -hmm. all the things. I mean, legal Mm -hmm. stuff, like how do you even get set up, space Mm -hmm. to sit down and start working. And Mm -hmm. when you mention. You know, you say it's a playground. It's like I think about just going in, having fun and doing what you you can do best.
1: And what you love. What you love. But the playground is a way to be productive. So you're saying playground. Mm -hmm. This is how they're going to grow. They're going to innovate. They're Mm -hmm. going to find new ideas. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're going to, you know, just build, invent.
2: Yeah. People always talk about this ecosystem. And I think the worst thing that happens to most entrepreneurs is they listen to the voices in their head, Mm -hmm. in their garage, in their home office or whatever it is. And that's the only thing that they're hearing. So having a place, even whether you have an office here or not, but just a space where you can come and be with other like-minded people so you're not just hearing yourself. Right. You've got to have other people to really talk to, talk, th- talk things out. The whole um, idea of Napoleon Hill's masterminds from years ago, even when he did it virtually and mm-hmm. he always talks about sitting around the conference room table and who would he want to get advice from. And it was like Benjamin Franklin and, uh, uh, you know, all of the experts sitting right. around him. He wasn't just listening to himself, and right. we're so much better with, with 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 people around us.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's great because sometimes you just want to bounce an idea. and You guys don't have to even work in the same industry. You just say, hey, like, how would you go about you know just marketing one on one or whatever it right. is. So that that that's a great place. Um, mm-hmm. and you you hit on a bit of what your initial vision was. Do you feel like that has changed or evolved since you first started at
2: Oh, it's evolved quite a bit. Um. My vision really was, uh, I, I mean, in, in a sense, the goal has not changed at all to create that place. It has sped up. Um, Fitzy has accelerated much more than what I had expected. We had expected by the two-year mark, which for me was May, that we would have 25 CEOs, volunteers from the Frederick community that are all in business, very successful, running great businesses advising and volunteering their time Mm -hmm. we're at where are we at oh my goodness september we're at 36 of those that's frederick and frederick loving their entrepreneurs and really wanting to give back so it's it's sped up quite a bit um but it has changed but we expected it to change okay because we started with six ceos who all really got when i first went and told them i said here's what i'm thinking." They want we want that too. And why do they want it? They want it because they know as an entrepreneur their next business and they will have a next business. They want to start it right here in Fitzy as well, just like I do. Okay. Um so we're creating our own sort of playground that we know we need and we want. Those six individuals, we said, you know, what do we need to do? You know, we think We know that they need these different types of programs, but we want to test the waters. Mm -hmm. Um, So we started with those six. Each one of those were chairmen of our individual strategic growth and advisory boards. And we match up five of them with five of our clients. And that forms one client, um, like a CEO roundtable. Okay. And that's where they get their advice from. And that's where they get their accountability from. Um, And what we said is what would come out of that in terms of the problems and issues and needs, is that's what we would build from. So we wouldn't just do the, yeah, we know what you need and just throw it out there. Right. Um, So it's changed, but it hasn't changed. Really what it did is it validated that we know that they need marketing. We know that they need a really good, solid business model. So we have the business model, Canvas, um, that we do. We know that they need a phenomenal value proposition. So we've got some great CEOs that are in the marketing field teaching that particular class. Mm -hmm.
1: Any main factors that you've observed that have contributed to the acceleration you've seen? Frederick. The
2: Frederick community. Um, I think that, and because... I've said right at the very beginning that what we're changing is we're changing from a very traditional CEO-driven organization where it's kind of my way of the highway to a community-driven organization. So each one of our groups is run by a chairman who is running their own company. So, of course, they've got their the way that they run their company that has a huge influence into Fitzy and how Fitzy is run. So Fitzy might be run by a CEO, but it's led, it's advised, it's governed by a whole bunch of CEOs. And that has completely accelerated everything because there's no way I can do it all. Right. And right now we're at 44 clients. There's no way I can take care of 44 clients if it was just me, my, myself. But with all of these different individuals, it's taking off.
1: So the clients are sort of supporting each other by plan.
2: They're supporting each other by the community supporting each other. In terms of the community CEOs that are very successful, they're supporting the clients. So right. The, and, for, and so Frederick community is supporting the clients, but the clients are also learning and collaborating from one another as well.
0: Right. And then the success of the clients means pretty much the success of our community as a whole. Absolutely. You know, so,
2: absolutely. And one of the things that um, we said really early on in terms of the types of clients that we'll take is that we only want to take clients who are really interested in giving back and building the Frederick community. Why? Because when they graduate, most incubators, it's just kind of like, see you later, have a good time. Right. We want them to continue to be a part of the ecosystem, to continue to give back. So it's a large um, community of people all helping one another, you know, right. and high tides raises all ships.
0: Right, absolutely. Yeah, so when, when a client, I guess, goes through um – you know the learning phase here in, at Fitzy, and then eventually, uh, I guess you get to a certain metric where they graduate. Is mm-hmm. that what happens? Yeah. Then do they become like an advisor as well for other clients that come in? That's always our intention.
2: So a lot of our advisors today are graduates from Fitzy before.
0: Okay. Well, uh, just on a quickly touch, what kind of metrics do you base off? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys did it. You're successful, or you you are had graduated mm-hmm. from this program.
2: A couple different ways. Um, I mean, one is, is purely you're now out of the red from a financial perspective. Okay. Um, you know, you're successful when you've reached that particular level, you now have employees, you now have customers and you're not (laughs) bleeding cash, you know, type of a thing. That's one particular metric. If you get beyond 10 employees, we can't handle that here. Mm -hmm. So from that perspective, we've got to find a new location for you. Um, 10 million, 10 employees is like the drop-dead sort of cutoff. Okay. <clears throat> that has to actually happen. But many of the clients, it might make more sense for them to graduate before. It might make more sense for them to hang on a little bit longer. Biotech, you need to hang on a little bit longer. Right. And part of that is because it takes a while to build out a lab.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, how? So how else has the community responded overall to you know fitzy and what you guys have been doing it seems like you guys went from what your goal was of 25 ceos to over 35 and it seems to be pretty big response there we
2: have 107 volunteers i counted them the other day um and it actually really kind of brought tears to my eyes wow and so many different from the launch committee that we have and the launch committee is is huge because in my mind Because at the time that someone's getting ready to graduate, they're at the busiest time in their business. They're now onboarding new employees. So their whole culture is changing every time you bring on a new employee. They're now dealing with lots of customers. Um, So getting their process and automation in place takes a while. They're now more than likely dealing with lots of investors. So they're very busy. And now they're supposed to go out and find the perfect location here in Frederick. And they have to think about staffing that front desk and do I lease or do I buy copiers and Mm -hmm. all of these different things of setting up an office. If we have a launch team that will assist them in that and assist them in the grand opening and the press releases and all that kind of cool stuff, it makes their life so much better, which means they can focus on business, which is what really Fitzy is all about. We want you to focus on business, your core competencies, not all this other noise that's happening. So that launch team. Is amazing and wonderful. We have a promotions and development team, which that particular one. These guys need to be promoted. They need um, they need you guys here to right. promote them. You know, they need the press releases done. They need all the social media done. They need to get the word out about their particular company. That group does that. So we've got all these different teams that are just amazing the How advisors and
1: the teams are they coming from local established businesses oh, yeah. that are volunteering their time
2: yeah very <laughs> yeah. busy individuals who are running their own companies who really don't have the time to do it. They really don't have the time sure. to do it and it's just every time I watch them come in to mentor and talk to and advise and the thing about it is is they normally only do it once a quarter. So um, it's once a quarter, 7.30 to 10.30. And I'm always saying, come on, you can schedule that much time, right? They come in, but they like these guys so much and get into their businesses so much that there's things that are happening throughout the the quarter. Right. right. Yeah, they just can't
1: not. quite a human interest investment you're describing here this is frederick this is like awesome. the, the neatest is awesome. place ever
0: right I've, al- I've always felt this place has, has had a very like good community feeling where everyone's mm-hmm. been involved whether it's something like tech or even just with the local establishments mm-hmm. here you know like in the streets like i I, mm-hmm. I was there this past saturday and i remember going there a couple years ago it's just expanded so so yeah. much and it's just amazing to see how this community is thriving mm-hmm. off that stuff and it's really cool to see that, like you are saying, CEOs, I'd imagine with startups and you know, wherever they are in their businesses, they're so busy, but yet this is their passion to help, you know, to actually teach what they've learned and say, hey, these are mistakes that you may not want to repeat that I have or whatnot. Um, have you guys have ever had any companies that you thought would have succeeded but may have failed along the way for any various reasons?
2: Um, so I've only been here for a short period of time really. Uh And normally it takes a little bit of time to actually get them down the runway. When I first came in, there was, um, 17 clients and I was told that two of the companies were leaving and you know, those were the two. I was like, okay, bring them in let's, let's figure out what's going on. One of them had lost a visa. There's not much I can do there, but give them a visa attorney and, and try and hope to get them back. <clears throat> the other one, when I had talked to him, he had just run out of money. And it was just because Fitzy at the time had become a real estate play. So he mm-hmm. had locked himself behind, you know, the door to the lab trying to figure out how to do it on his own. Right. And that's just crazy making for all of us. Right. So we spent quite a bit of time talking and it said, Yeah, you need to go out. Get a job, replenish the bank account while we're continuing to work on the idea, and then come back. And then it looks like he's going to be coming back here pretty soon, so that's pretty exciting. One of um, most of our let me think about this. Yeah, most of our companies come in and do a little bit of a pivot in terms of what they originally thought the business plan was going to be mm-hmm. uh, for the better, and they're accelerating quite a bit. The companies that came in around the time that I came in, they're hitting their two-year mark. They're seeing great success. I'm sitting here trying to figure out which one's going to be graduating next. You just never know. But they've all got great
0: momentum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's good to hear where, you know, we've... Even with failure, there's a lot to learn from that. And like you were saying, it's like when you hide yourself behind a door and do that, that kind of goes mm-hmm. against everything you mentioned Fitzy is. Mm-hmm. And yes. you can just tell that, hey, here's a second chance. Everything you've learned or you've know, learned mm-hmm. from that failure, you can succeed now. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Now let's talk about this, uh, this new location that you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, you opened earlier this year, I believe in March, right? Yes. Yeah. How has the community responded to the new location?
2: Um, I think really well, a lot of them. I mean, there's still a lot of interest in the place. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we still need to do quite a bit of marketing to let people know that it's actually here. Um, I mean, I'm loving that all of our meetups and stuff are, are utilizing the center and in the front. So that's, that's pretty cool we're going to fill here way too soon i think that's you know that's just sort of my greatest um fear is i don't ever want to turn anyone away right. and i'm never going to say we're full because entrepreneurs there's always a way to squeeze another elbow in somewhere right. and, and figure out how to make it work
1: yeah i just, think they have here you know they have services like printing and networking mm-hmm. what other things but they do they have here that they might not have in uh, their own location
2: Oh, well, they also have an amazing front desk staff that pretty much helps them with everything. Of course, they've got their advisory boards. They've got all of the committees. They've got all of the classes. They've got all of the connections. When we, we, we watch them as they go through the life cycle of the business. And so when they're at that point to where they need their strategic partnerships and they need their connections out there with maybe customers and that type of thing, we throw them a big party and we invite those types of potential strategic alliance partners and everything else, and we call it our three P party, which is the private. Um, um, pri- what are we calling that? Private product party or something? I can't remember. Like that. It's, 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 <laughs> well, it's a first cool. first yeah.
1: look. It's networking. It's like a yeah. kickstart networking it, ac- event. It
2: really is, yeah. and so we're getting ready to kick um, our first one off. Actually, with with the first three clients, they're all like, which one's going to graduate first? Mm-hmm. Which is going to be very fun. But, uh, yeah, you guys should interview them next.
0: Yeah. yeah, We'll, uh, look, we'll look at that. We'll look, definitely yeah. look into that. Yeah. I do like the, the 3P party that you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds awesome.
2: Because that's not something that, you know, they even know. But the, the amazing part by being housed right here in the root building, right, where we're on the first floor, Chambers on the second, and then OED, uh, Office of Economic Development, is on the third. Office of Economic Development, all they do is go around, I shouldn't say all they do, but they go around meeting with all these different businesses. So they are so well connected in the community that them as well as the city of economic development and the state of economic development, state of Maryland, those three get together and they help me develop out the list. You know, I can tell them the categories and the industries that they need, but they're sitting there saying, oh, yeah, you need so-and-so, and right. you need so-and-so, and they know them all.
1: And so, you've seen some some advantage to having the physical proximity with all these entities right here in the same building?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. That was Jan Gardner's vision of being able to have this innovation center all under one roof. And that's. I, I
0: think it's been very successful. We just need a bigger building. We need to go up several more floors. Right, and and the location is right next to Brewer's Alley, which is just right downtown, right in the middle. Yeah. Where you're located, and it, it's funny because before I would have never noticed like that there was anything in this building. I mean, I knew it was mm-hmm. here. I just didn't know what was yeah. involved. And now mm-hmm. it's like. Being in here, seeing all the conference centers, uh, the meeting room, and just the layout—it's just
1: amazing. It's, it's very weird. welcoming too. Brewers Alley, of course, right next door. Right next but there door. are many good restaurants up and mm-hmm. down the street that are perfectly walkable. So you've got a wonderful oh. location.
2: I always tell everyone, in terms of the location, as you start your day at Starbucks, right, caffeinate yourself. You make all your money here, and then you go celebrate next. Right door. There, Alley. And that's exactly where we are. So <laughs> I'm gonna do a map on that one. But did you guys hear? It gets even better. So the basement downstairs, mm-hmm. we got a grant from Rural Maryland Council. So you guys, I'm going to try and list you to help us build our tech center down there. Yeah, a high tech sounds center a, sounds
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: maybe a place there for a hacker space where you can. You guys would not want that
0: at all, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I love that. didn't knew that. I was going to that
0: Yeah, and I'm sure that the the meetup community here like would love would it. love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, um, you know, with with this proximity and, you know, now you guys are working all together, it seems like it's almost like one cohesive entity that it's Mm -hmm. very well functioning. Um, Where do you hope to see the local tech community within the next five, ten years? You know, your vision, maybe Mm -hmm. just everyone else's vision.
2: Good question. Um, I think it's changing so much. I think that Frederick has always been this sort of, I hate to say it, unknown Entity and community mm-hmm. outside of Frederick. Right. Like, um, I was talking with, I've been talking with several different people. Like there is a technically Baltimore, Philly, DC. Um, it's a great magazine. I love what they do. They created the, um, in the streets, not in the streets. Um, he goes, Baltimore, Baltimore innovation week. Okay. And that's like coming up here in, in October. They created that one. They created the one down in, in D.C. And they really brought, like, the technical community together. And they their whole mission is tech and talent, you know, mm-hmm. putting right. those two together. And I... I talked to him the other day, and I said, "Why is there not a technically Frederick?" And he kind of goes, "Huh? Is there?" And I went, "You know what? I get you guys out of your own little shell and get over here, so we can really get
0: absolutely
1: the being the in- a catalyst yeah. already."
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so actually, they're they're coming, and I keep calling the meeting Very technically cool. Frederick. He goes, "There isn't one yet." And I said, "Yet."
1: <laughs> yeah. But the, nice- the seed and water exactly.
2: But the amazing part is by setting up that meeting, we immediately. I mean. You know, I sent an email message out and we probably have 15, 20 people that are already coming just to have a conversation with him to say, "Uh, yes, there is a lot going on currently here in Frederick, but Frederick is really exploding. And the amazing part is that we we all come together
0: pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, personally, I've lived here for over eight years and... You know, I've been to a couple meetups here and there over the years, but I just feel like for the past two, maybe three years, it's just been exploding. Mm-hmm. And that trajectory seems to be going even higher. And I think in the next my personal vision, the next five years, this place is going to be really a good hub, yeah. good zone for, you know, all these different types of startups, tech stuff and things that you, you walk downtown and you won't even realize, like right mm-hmm. above this uh you know, bar. Mm-hmm. There's an actual big tech yeah. you know, company there. So well, I
2: still am amazed. Right next next to uh, Isabella's, I did not realize how much it, in that particular building right there is all really amazing tech.
0: Right. I just thought it was Isabella's. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. You, you the the second and third stories <laughs> have things in them. Right. 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 Exactly. right. And yeah. You don't wow. realize. Like I, I was at a Tech That's Frederick uh, networking event last mm-hmm. week and meeting all these people and just realizing some of these buildings that you just don't think that anything's there. And you're like, no, there's a huge company there. Yes. Like, wow. Like yeah. I, I got to get to know these people. Got to, got to yeah. know yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I, I would like the community to also know like what's going on here for sure. I would
2: too. And I think that's where we're getting, um, was talking with, um, Paul. Wasn't he the one who was looking at doing this Frederick sort of map in terms of where, like the companies are
1: from the startup group? Yeah. That, that
2: we really that need to good. help him finish that. Because I think that would be phenomenal because you do, you walk down Frederick and you're like, oh, this is just a really great restaurant, like the Orchard and right above it has beautiful facilities and stuff and with Timber Rock and USP and a
0: few other ones are
2: there. You know, you don't think about it
0: above the bank, right? Right, and yeah. at, at that Tech Frederick event, we were at Yakba's uh, new office. Oh my and goodness, that gorgeous! Amazing, yeah, on the third floor of the, that new building yeah. off uh, Patrick Street, I believe. Yeah, uh, right. it's just beautiful, right. and like you, you won't know just driving by, right. You know, so yeah, that map. I think that map would be very useful yeah. for Fitzy and and other companies to see. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, hey, this is what what it was this year. This is what's going to look like mm-hmm. next year, and so on and so on. I was going to
2: see if he would help me out because. Fitzy is going to celebrate its 15 year anniversary and I want to bring the entire community get together because I know that the uh, 100 plus companies have come through the doors of Fitzy and the board of directors and the volunteers and everything over 15 years I'd love to put together like this map of where are they now mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be fun to actually look at a map like that with, like, individual logos? Absolutely. I think that would be pretty amazing. So, we'll see if we can pull that off.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk more. (laughs) (laughs) The talent is there to build it. Absolutely, yeah. So, in your role here as the CEO and president of Fitzy, um, I know you mentioned that you won't like to ever turn anyone away or say no, Mm -hmm. you know, but what have you gotten better at saying no to?
2: Yeah, that's probably my hardest thing, um, because I love all entrepreneurs, (laughs) but truthfully, um, with the mission of Fitzy, we are to grow companies and create jobs and economic growth. So, um, so sole entrepreneurs, which are going to be one person, maybe three persons at the max, those really are not our fit. With that said, uh, you know, me, I'm not an attorney when I dig, um, There are programs and stuff that we have created that really don't take the focus away from creating our jobs in these larger companies. But the way that I look at it is that it is all one big ecosystem. And if you look at those some of those sole entrepreneurs, many of them are like lawyers that are just sick to death of the 270 commute in the right. large corporate offices down in D.C. or Baltimore. And they're like, you know what? They've established a really good reputation. There is no reason why they can't start their own place. Well, guess what? Our companies, they need them too. Right. And these guys, the sole entrepreneurs, also need these companies. So it creates a phenomenal ecosystem. So um, I call them our business resource team. Mm-hmm. And then that way they still get to be a part of the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a win-win, I think, for all of us. Yeah, it sounds like. Uh, so I kind of said no, but not really. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> right. is this being recorded? No kidding. <laughs> it's
0: all good. I, I do love like the way you, it's not that you just say no, it's you find another way to make it work, you know, and there there is always a way to make it work. That's what But the way you described it, it is a
1: fit.
2: It is a fit. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all part of the yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, our people need the lawyers and, and they need the accountants and they, they need the people who are just getting started, too. Why are they are going to be a little bit more inexpensive? And we've got to match these prices with where the individuals are in the life cycle of their business. we got to help them out with that. And this helps each of them out. So, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. And, no, I don't think we should ever say no. As entrepreneurs, we're here to figure stuff out. And we make things work.
0: Right. So is there any, throughout your years as an entrepreneur and working at Fitzy, would you say there's anything you've heard uh, like a bad recommendation that, you know, if you hear it again, you're like, don't follow that or don't do that? Yes. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh.
2: This is what I tell all my clients. This this is going to be, this is going to, how do I say this? Do not take advice. Do not listen to Anyone who has not walked down that path before, and what I mean by that is that everyone has opinions, Mm -hmm. I got many of them. Um, but for example, you should never take advice from me on um, your car (laughs) because I'm like, no, I whatever, it's a spark plug, I'm sure. Do they even make those things anymore? (laughs) Um, so you, so for example, um, almost all uh, 90% of the clients that come in here are raising funds in some way. And so everybody wants to tell them how they should do their pitch, mm-hmm. how they should do their one sheet, their presentation, all that kind of stuff. You know what? If they have not written a check and been as a, an investor on this side, they really shouldn't be taking advice from them at all. Right. And they always lead them astray. And it's, I've watched it over and over again where they'll go, they'll create a lot of work creating their presentations. And then they finally get to the real investors, they go, I created all of this work, I added all these different things, I took things out, and it wasn't even what they needed. And what how many times do I have to tell you? Right.
1: <laughs> you've shared a number of empirical observations that you've made over time. That would make a wonderful list, you know, for, <laughs> for
2: people. <laughs> do you know what it's called? It's, it's called hot. seven businesses. The first three and a half were complete failures.
1: That sounds like yeah. it's out of your new book.
0: <laughs> new book right there. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Awesome. So yeah, that sounds like amazing advice. It's one of those things that I, I imagine that, you know, you would want to listen to even mentors, but if they haven't been through the process and it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to say, Hey, I have to really listen to someone who's been there or someone who has written Mm -hmm. a check because they are the person you are trying to convince.
2: Exactly. Well, and even this with, let's say, our advisors, they're all CEOs, they're all running very successful businesses. But let's take Scott Reiser compared to PJ Mm Beloma. PJ has done all of his companies by raising money. So he's got investors Scott did raise raised up his business basically bootstrapping it so he owns hundred percent of them both of them there's nothing wrong with nope, either one no. of them both of them did it very differently they're going to have different advice for it um, and that's the reason why I like having all of them together right because they, they, there's a synergy where you just do it differently so Absolutely. one person is not enough in order to be able to advise all these companies in my mind
1: yeah, and that, that was yeah. the perfect example okay. right there. And how, I guess the question is, how, how do you support, find find someone, answer that question is, what method is right for me? I and, know. Please tell.
2: The, the answer is in the question. Because think about this. You guys are entrepreneurs. We're smart people. If we have, let's say, five people sitting around the table on all five of them just asking you really good questions, you're gonna go home, you're gonna think about these questions, and you're gonna come up with the answer that's right for you. Right. So the answer is always in the question. So it's we say it's advice, but in one sense, no entrepreneur that I know of wants to be told exactly how to do their business. Why? Because then it's not their business. Mm-hmm. And it really has to do where where you are, what you want, and how you see yourself, where you are in your own age. You know, your children, your your I don't know, wherever you wherever it is that you are in your lifetime, some people might want to have three or four. Some people might want an empire. Right. Some people might want just a small business. Right. For me, I've dealt with corporate America and I've had hundreds of employees. I don't ever want to do that again ever (laughs) so but that's me right but there's other people in here that they're really looking forward to that more power to them and and we'll support them with that too
0: awesome so last question um any recent purchases of less than a hundred dollars that may have changed your life
2: that's a good question wait any recent purchases of less less than than a hundred dollars that
0: may have changed your life or made it better
2: Wow, that's a really good question. I should have looked at these beforehand. Um, <laughs> God, I love that question. It would have to be... Yes, wait. I'm trying to think which one. And I'm going to say this because I'd like to see you guys come play this game. Um, and I think it's less than $100, Cashflow 101. Mm-hmm. Because if you haven't played it, you know it's more of a real estate type of game, but... Really what it does is, is the sheet that you have has a balance sheet and income statement, which I'm big on that. You have to be it. You have to know your numbers. Um, and it's really all about the rat race, which is a job. Right. You know, we go to work in order to get the paycheck and how do we get out of that rat, rat race? And the whole concept behind it is playing this game to get out of the rat race in order to get passive income so you can do what it is that you want to do. Very fun game. Um, I purchased that one. I played that game every single day for a year.
0: A really? Different way. Huh. And is that just a board game that you, that you can get? I, it I would have to look changes
2: into that. the way you think. And so we're, we're going to start playing it here.
0: What is it called again? Cashflow, Cashflow 101. Cashflow 101. Yeah. It's okay. ro-
2: uh, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Poor Dad series.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah. I may, may want to play that game myself. <laughs> yeah
1: awesome it has a practical benefit too yeah. it does yeah. yeah
2: I don't really like playing games unless there's something that it's going to do for my mind <laughs> exactly. yeah so it, it, you know I was sitting here thinking about what were the ones some of on my books and stuff right. like that um,
0: yeah cool well Thank you. Appreciate you coming out, Kathy, and talking about <laughs> Fitzy and telling us about your vision and the community. I'm I'm so excited to see what what Frederick has in store for the next five years. I know you me
2: know? too. This is a fun place. It's exciting. Fun time. Yeah. Definitely.
0: And yeah. I look forward to that. that technically technically, uh, you know, meeting and see <laughs> yeah. what uh, what you can bring and you know if they can host us and things mm-hmm. like that. So I know me too.
2: It's <laughs> gonna be really exciting. But I appreciate you because I love talking about business and I love that you're gonna interview some more people and. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very exciting.
0: Yeah, we look forward to it. All right, well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You too. Thank you.